we are live right now. Listen, if you've heard my show, we don't even officially start sometimes. We just kind of end when it gets too terrible, and somewhere in there was a show. Oh, so, right. hell yeah. I want to join I'm, in, man. We also, weirdly, we have a like a 78% retention rate on our show. Oh? So my current theory is, is that people put us on for their pets when they're, like, leaving. And they just let <laughs> just it on. Just to sound like there's actual life yeah, in the house. There's just uh, conversation <laughs> happening. It's, uh, it's very casual sounding. Right now, he's just a floating head, so I don't know if I can trust this guy on anything. Steven is always I'm not even complete. Head. It's just, I, I, I did it as a joke, and I, I can't put the stick down there. <laughs> no, it's a, it started you that gotta, way, and it stayed that way. You gotta ride that bit to oblivion now. It's, that's your thing. I stole it, and I'm gonna ride it. <laughs> Speaking of oblivion, we are talking about great soundtracks in video gaming today. Yeah, wait, wait, we're not live What yet. a segue. Okay. We're not live yet? Are you kidding? I wasted that segue? Uh, Are you kidding a... me? You know what? I'm going to put that in there. <laughs> no, I, I'm, I'm actually going to put that in there, and I'm going to put your, your meltdown in the in the podcast as well. <laughs> <laughs> I'm putting Fantastic. all of that in there. So so go ahead and continue your, your, oh. your beautiful segue, Javier. Oh, man. So... <laughs> We have officially started we, now. We've, we have officially started after my couple second meltdown for a wasted segue. I'm too good at shilling, man. I'm too good at selling things. Yeah. But anyway. Bl blessed Jeremy Soul. Blessed <laughs> we, are, we are talking about amazing soundtracks in video gaming today. We're talking about our top five favorite soundtracks. Or at least what we could come up with in a week. Should we tell them who they're listening to? By the way, we have no. a brand new name. Well, let, let's we talk do. about who's here. So I am Angel, aka Profe. We got Javier back here. You hey. are who? Uh, you just you just introduced me. Oh yeah, yeah. You're Go gonna ahead. make me have two meltdowns in one episode? <laughs> are you kidding me? <laughs> who are you? I, I'm Javier. You just said so. All right. On the top left, for those of you watching live, uh, obviously if you're listening to the podcast, he's top left in your heart. Um, <laughs> I'm the left ventricle, baby. <laughs> I was just gonna say he's the left ventricle. I need to see a doctor, actually. Right. I'm, I'm a problem. <laughs> it's me, friendly Faraga. Howdy doody. And talk about heart down burn. here in the gut, in the I mean, in the feelings, right here at the bottom. My gallbladder. We have somebody yeah. joining us today that I'm very excited about. Tell them who you are, what you do, who you, and that's all right. Go ahead. I, I, uh, my name is Zach Bolin. All right, that's um, good I'm enough. on. Uh, that's no, fine. No, no, no. <laughs> Nobody wants to listen to the small intestine talk. <laughs> that was the best intro I've ever gotten on any show. That I am the middle to lower abdomen of the show. I, I yes, love that. that's it. That's me. That's it. So, cool. what do you do, Senor Zach? Uh, a bunch of stuff. Um, I am the marketing and sales director for a company called Bridge. We distribute games all across the world. If you go in a game store and there's board games on a shelf, we probably sold some of them to that company. Uh, we also develop games um, and a million other things in the board game industry. And I also have my own. Can I plug my own show? I don't want to Absolutely. Like, I plug my own things. Uh, I also do the Atlanta Warhammer podcast, which is probably where people listening to this know me from that came from that page over here. Uh, so I'm sorry to my fans. I'm going to be professional on, on this show. You guys know that's usually not the case. Um, yeah, and that's, that's it. I'm a giant. <laughs> I, know, I don't know. I've been listening to your show. I'm ready. I, I, was, I was trying to do the, uh, the top five Disney in the car, um, and I'm glad I wasn't on that one because I think I've seen six Disney movies, so oh. that would have been the whole thing. Oh, that would have been okay. You would have paired well with me. That, yeah, I was like, well, that, I was in the same boat with you on a lot of them where it's like, I just haven't seen this. I don't know. That happened to me. Uh, we did top 10 uh, animes for beginners, you know, people who are just getting into it. And I realized uh -huh. I'd only watched like 11, so I was like, this is easy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I got my top list. 10. Yeah. I just uh, got to drop one of somewhere. them out, you know, <laughs> and I'm good to go. Um, yeah, there's three Dragon Balls, so I got three <laughs> out of the way. Okay. <laughs> How many so, Gundams are there? That's it. That's the whole list. That's it. That's the list. <laughs> uh, but anyway, yeah, we do have Zach in here. We met Zach up in Atlanta. It was awesome. Uh, one of the people that we really enjoy working with. 
I'm not going to say the other people. Uh, but we, <laughs> we enjoyed working with Zach. We had a great time. Yeah, actually, this is really funny because these are all people, for those of you listening, we are uh, Gamers on the Edge, and we do fundraising and uh, try to bring awareness for kids in need, whether it's illnesses, whatever it is. Uh, and we've been doing this, and both of these guys have been instrumental to helping us out uh, achieve those goals. So it's been really, really cool. Today, we are going to talk about our five, uh, I don't even know whether it's our five favorite soundtracks and video games or because that's one of the things about this is we just kind of throw a very generic title out there oh speaking of titles see this is how you know you have adhd really bad because you interrupt yourself um (laughs) (laughs) speaking of titles i was gonna tell you about i don't know four minutes ago that you were joining us on the very first ever new name of the podcast we've been trying to come up with a name for this podcast for a while now we couldn't come up with a name that we were satisfied with um twice either either the name was just okay we weren't crazy about it or the name we thought of was already taken um so the official name is o cubed right now it's not really o cubed it's the name is out of options. That's the name of the podcast. Ooh. Out of options. Why? Because Why we were out, of, we were out options. of options. <laughs> one, we were out of options when it came to names. And two, if you're listening to us, it's because you're out of options. So <laughs> either way, that's the name. It is out of options, and that's what we're going with, and we're sticking with it. But let's get this thing started and roll it. I'm going to throw... <laughs> the Out of Options uh, I, I podcast, have... your first, last choice. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so I should not have gotten the Pontification Station tramp stamp before the show, because I thought that was part of being on the thing. So. You can get those You well, can get those taken off. <laughs> oh, yeah. It's, yeah. it's, it's oh, fine. We'll smash, yeah. you know? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> we'll put 03 over it. <laughs> I'll just cross it out and okay. then put underneath it. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, for, so, all right, good. Sorted there then. Yeah, yeah, you're, you're good. You're good. Um, so I'm going to just throw two that did not make. I'm, I, we're just going to go ahead and start rolling around and talking about the ones that did not make our top five, if you have any of those. Um, my first two that did not make my top five, that I was a little sad they didn't make the top five, but I, I still had to mention them, were Halo. Um, and Halo to me was like. One of the first games, again, I started late into video games. So Halo, to me, was one of those first games that I actually noticed the soundtrack. I was like, this is cool. You know, I, I like, Marty. why is there a choir in this thing? And why does it kick ass? <laughs> I was like, I, I like this a lot. Um, and the other one was Cuphead. Uh, Cuphead does make... have a fantastic soundtrack. Yeah. What a wallop. Yeah, yeah. It, I was good enough to hear all of it. Yeah, yeah. I, I didn't even need to play the game. I just wanted to listen to the soundtrack, you know. <laughs> and there were games like that. Like, uh, and we, we talked, this is another one that didn't make my list, but um, it might make one of yours. I don't know if I want to say it, but I'm saying it anyway. Uh, Tony Hawk 2. Great game, but the soundtrack was so much better than the game. Like, it sculpted oh, yeah. my, my taste in music. Yeah, that, that... It really did. Like, it's, That was me when I was putting this list together. I had to decide whether or not I was going to include like stuff like that, Need for Speed, stuff where oh, it's like... Licensed music. Yeah, it's licensed music, so the soundtrack is absolutely slapping, but it's kind of not related to the game. Yeah. So right. I ended but up it's, having but not it's do curated that. For the, or the game's curated for the soundtrack. So, yeah. Yeah. I ended up having to not do those. Otherwise, it just would have been Tony Hawk 2, 3, a couple of Need for Speeds. Like, it would have just been songs I like, basically. Well, one yeah. of my favorite gamer tags and one of the guys that helps us out a lot at events, uh, Crone Splosion. Uh, Yo! He's, he's on the chat, and he just mentioned uh, uh same thing with Crazy Taxi, which is another one that the soundtrack was definitely better than the game was. And it's a good game. Nothing against the game. The soundtrack Which plays was... so well in the Steam Deck, by the way. This... Oh. Does it actually? Does it? It, 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 it yes. Oh. <laughs> it plays so well in the Steam Deck. I've been playing it at, uh, not at work. Never mind. I'll tell uh, you, yeah. one of the best calls <laughs> I've made recently, we did 
DreamHack uh, San Diego, and we were running the charity area for them. And they said I could have two arcade cabinets. I said, give me Guilty Gear and give me Crazy Taxi. Dude, those two games were like all weekend, all three days, those two games were rolling. It was so good. Crazy Taxi was so good. Everybody walked by and were like, I play that on the Dreamcast. <laughs> yeah. That's right. You hear the music. You yeah, can oh. hear it from across the room, and you're like, I, I know that from somewhere. Yep. Crazy Taxi. Speaking of um, Dreamcast, actually, I do want to like give some kind of a shout-out to Sega. Like, No matter what you say during like that console war or whatever back in the 90s and whatnot, Sega killed it with the music. Oh yeah, they were oh, yeah. so good. No matter what, I'm not Sonic aside. I'm talking like everything else they did. The music was always good. Hey, they took advantage of that console sound blaster. So, yeah. I mean, here's one that most people probably would never. It's not a top game by any means, but uh, Sorry, Space right Channel Five. Yes, sir. Yeah. Yes, up sir. Down, up down, choo choo choo. That music was so good. <laughs> It was, it was so hard a... to also not include games like that, like yeah, yeah, was... and whatnot. That was... I was gonna say Parappa. Yeah, mm-hmm. that was that was one that I went back and forth Step on a lot. On where gas. I was like, <laughs> was that Step on the gas. So, what were some of you guys uh, that that didn't make your top five, but you definitely wanted to throw it in there and talk about it a little bit? Mm, you want me to go first? Yeah, yeah. Okay. Should I Spitfire like uh, the ones I just, I, really? you know, the you know the ones out of it? We got no so, rules. I'm... I'm going to save the one that, like, bridges that, like, the ones that couldn't make it and the ones that did. Okay. Uh, I'll save that for the last, but for everything else, Final Fantasy IV, uh, really Final Fantasy in general, Nobunamatsu, just it's Nobunamatsu, you know. Uh, but Final Fantasy IV specifically, that one just always holds, like, a special place in my heart uh, with the music, um, I guess because the, the story is so melodramatic, so it's just a lot of melodies throughout the music because, you know, melodrama and whatnot. Yeah. Um, and Near Automata is also just... You want to have a good time? Just slap that in the background and just go do your laundry. And life is good, man. Um, Silent Hill as a series, um, specifically number four. I, God dang, man, I love that music. It just sets the tune or the, the, the tone and the atmosphere so well. Kuri Yamaoka, you're the best. Mega Man 2, specifically. Mega Man music slaps in general, but Mega Man 2. Mama Mia, Wiley's Castle. Come on, come on. Um, and then really all... Uh, I, this doesn't count, kind of. All PlayStation like jungle mixes. It's really hard to describe it, but uh, name yeah. or just think of think of any like late '90s PlayStation One racing game. That music, it, it like it just uses a lot of eight man breaks right. and be like yeah. for Phil or drops like. Oh, it, it just. How, I, how, is that? how is that? Yeah. How is that? Yeah, like that kind of those beats. If that makes sense. You mean, like, oh, I know exactly. Um, yeah, you you know what I'm talking about. Yeah. Yeah, I'm good old drum start right now. Oh God! Oh, I love you. <laughs> but, yeah, and for the game that bridges that gap a little bit, um, and I'm really glad that you already brought it up as like your first point, um, Professor. Is uh, I'm moving around a little bit. I mean to shrink myself. Uh, Halo as well. Uh, my Lord, I love Martin O'Donnell. Um, it Halo. It kind of to your point. It just like man, music can like be theatrical. I'm not sure how this is showing up on yeah. the catcher. Yeah, no, you're good. Um, Oh, am I aiming correctly? Perfect. But yeah, so, oh my god, I love Halo music. Uh, it Like, this is one of my favorite bands ever, Shadow of Intense. That's a Halo reference alone. They have a song. Their first two albums is literally Halo lore. The first album, Primordial, is the precursor. Um, no, sorry, not precursor. The forerunner, Human War, um, and Flood. And the second album is the entirety of Master Chief's story. It's so good it's uh it's just death at its best listen before um, we move to sack i, I want to throw this out there because i know this has nothing to do with what we're talking about but talking mm-hmm. music i remember when xbox uh all of a sudden i found out the original xbox the big brick that i could download my own soundtrack and yep. listen uh, to my own music while i was playing while playing i mean people I... take that for granted like right now because they just listen to their music while they're playing. That was not a thing when Halo, you know, came out in the original Xbox. So when I, I was like, I can download my music, pick my you stuff. You could do it. You could do it on the 360 as well. Oh, it was so good. It was so good. And I was like, 
downloading everything. I had my red hot chili peppers and everything going through there so that I could, yes, you know, it's sir. like, I don't want to listen to your Madden oh, football, man. whatever you got on. <laughs> I'm putting on my own playlist on that original Xbox. Big old break, I, man. I also listen to chili peppers while playing Oblivion sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> That's a weird mix. <laughs> no, 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 no. Shivering Isles DLC. It made sense. It was Blood oh, Sugar okay. Sex yeah, Magic. Yeah, that makes sense. Blood Sugar Sex Magic, Shivering Isles. It made sense. I promise you. <laughs> All pretty crazy. He's listening that's to like Primus. A, that's like, <laughs> it's the that's like a time of <laughs> My name is Mud. As I'm just <laughs> Shea Gorath. God, what's up, baby? <laughs> it's just Shea Gorath paying it out he's, to you. He's riding on Honestly, his horse, and you hear Jerry was a race car there, driver. He was... <laughs> if there is a live-action Elder Scrolls movie, and Les Claypool is not Shea Gorath, I will be very upset. <laughs> <laughs> think about guy. it he would he would actually do very well Shigora. he seems like one of those guys that would also know everything about the lore like you never expect oh, absolutely. he's a huge fan of Elder Scrolls no, little did we know he actually wrote some of the books in the game yeah <laughs> he's the Argonian maid he's behind the holes he's the less the Argonian <laughs> oh my god Les Claypool was possible oh, never mind I'm not gonna finish the joke it's just shadow writing it's a... so yeah, Zach what go. do you have this sitting outside the top five Oh man, so um, this was tough because I had to kill some babies that I, uh, and then I also had to make this list. He's like and it was really seals difficult. in order to get this yeah. list done. <laughs> I, I went to the club to hear some tunes, uh, and I came out with some nice new gloves. So uh, there was a couple that I had to cut out that were just so close. Uh, Halo was one of them because yeah. I never, so I never had a uh, Xbox oh, up until Halo Reach came out actually. So I came <clears> in even later than everybody else. I had no idea what was going on, and I was terrible at it. Um, but I could fly the little helicopter thing into the base and pick up the flag and fly it back out. So that was my job in every Halo Reach match, basically. <laughs> but, like, that caused me to go back and start playing the other games. And, like, experiencing the soundtrack and all of them was so cool. It's such a good, like, you hear that chorus kind of thing come in. And anybody that's played it knows it instantly. You can hear those notes being played on a Casio keyboard through a phone in a New York subway. And you'll still go, that's Halo. Like, I know that. Oh. Yeah, that's Halo, right there. It's like we got, uh, <laughs> you've been demonetized. You got too close to it. Uh, sorry. So that was a big one. Um, another one that I cut out was uh, this is kind of a tongue-in-cheek one, but it's true. Uh, Eternal Sonata, because it's a game based hey, on Chopin no, yeah. classical music, so it kind of has to have a good soundtrack. It's but uh, the way classical. They, yeah, like uh, it would be bad if that had terrible music. Yeah. <clears throat> uh, considering the author uh, but I don't think he worked on the game development there's something about timing didn't line up but um, it, it's, that one was another one where it's like the music is integral to the story and really good and it sticks with you and everyone I tell that to is like that was a game that came out and I have to explain the whole thing to him <laughs> um, and, and my last one that didn't make the cut was uh, Def Jam Icon mm. oh wow mm. mm. kind of mm. fell into mm -hmm. the Tony Hawk thing where it's like well it's licensed but the fact that, I don't know if anybody played that, but the fact that if you lined up your actions with the beat of the music, you did better in yeah. the fight. was such, And you could load your own music in, and it would kind of try to apply that system to it. It was hit or miss if it wasn't hip-hop, but you could basically be like, any style of music, you could fight to that style, and the sound would move the, uh, the scene around you, like stuff would explode in beat. Yeah. It was like an experience with the music. But it was it's licensed. It's like the so original Baby Driver. Baby Driver's an incredible movie. Oh, yeah. So, it, it, it's funny, you know, talking about licensed things, this, once again, just kind of jumping all over the place. But uh, I was listening to an interview, and uh, I believe Steven Tyler was saying that they made more money off of their Guitar Hero video game than they did off of any other top songs. Huh. Yeah, they, they literally made more money, because they were making, I think... Because of the way their license was, I think they were making 40% oh, wow. on the video game. And they were only making like, I don't know, 5 10%, you know, on actual songs, you know, that they released. Uh, so that 40% was just stupid on, on the video games. So they made a lot more money off of that. And that was probably like, I don't know, I think that was probably like the third most popular it's guitar huge. hero. It was huge. The ones you guys have here... But, um, so I, that didn't make it in my top five, 
first of all, um, you guys were talking about old, like, PS1 racing games. Jet Moto GP2. Yes, sir. That yes, soundtrack sir. slaps. Mm-hmm. Um, outside of that, Umarangi Generation, it's a, it's a game where you're a photographer and you have to, like, take pictures that are, um, uh, like, they fill certain goals. But, um, Hmm. It reminds me a lot of like uh, Jet Set Radio and a few of the songs, um, and a lot of the stylization. Very, very great game as far as uh, as the music goes. Outside of that, um, I was gonna try and put Final Fantasy in my top five, but I couldn't really settle on one. Um, same thing with Legend of Zelda. <laughs> Legend of Zelda. Like, the series has a lot of great songs, but I don't think that there's any one particular game that has such uh, a strong composition above the rest that I could put it in my top five. Yeah, Yeah, it's it's more like the Zelda theme is eternal, but you couldn't... There's not one game that, like, nailed the soundtrack. It's, It's like Star Wars. Like, there's a bunch of themes that everybody loves, and throughout the whole series like you're like yes this is fantastic but if you had to put one soundtrack above the rest in the star wars series i don't i don't think you could well i tell you what i'm gonna jump into my top five i'm gonna give you five four and then we'll kind of go five four and then three two and then we'll save number one for later but um this this is kind of weird in here um Five for me was Sonic. Uh, I just really, really enjoyed Sonic. Uh, probably two. Sonic two was a really good. Yeah, song. probably Sonic two. But generally speaking, just Sonic music. I, I just remember playing that and just absolutely enjoying it. Uh, after that, this is kind of a weird. It's gonna be a weird flip. But I'm going to say, and I'll explain later, but I'm going to say Kingdom Hearts is probably my okay. number four. Um, I, I think Kingdom Hearts probably won the original uh, and, and, you know, would be my favorite. And it kind of goes from there. I, I don't have an issue with any of the others, but those would be my five and four. Uh, what you got there, Mr. Friendly Faraga? For five, five and four. four, yeah. Um, Earthbound is probably number oh, five. And like, and, and granted, when I say when I say number five, it I really these five, it's really hard for me to actually put yeah, them me in actual yeah. order. Yeah. Um. So I may have five. just done that. <laughs> exactly. Um. So it's not really a fifth in my heart, but just like yeah, I just when I think of immediate like this, just it's comfort food for my ears, you know. Uh, Earthbound is up there. Um, oh yeah. It's so wacky, you know. It's just so the focus was to be so put you in the mood that like hey, this is a weird game, you know. And but like it still keeps. Ugh, it's, I don't know how to explain it, man. It's just very. It's funky. It's weird, but it's also comforting. It's I don't know. It's hard to explain. It's a game where you have to hurriedly eat hamburgers while fighting a guy in a junkyard and his robot associate. Like, exactly. By the way, Earthbound favorite game do? of all time, hands down. It's up there for me. Yeah, it's one of my like I didn't games. even add the soundtrack, but it's so good. But you're right. It, yeah, it has. It feels home and yet alien, which fits it's, the it's, setting perfectly. Exactly. Exactly. It's very jubilant in the in weird circumstances when you're when you feel like a stranger. You People know? call me a juvenile all the time. Yes, sir. Oh, wait, that's not what you said. Never mind. Uh, go ahead. <laughs> Um, and man, see, like now I'm looking at this list, and like I'm not gonna say this game as number four because that'd just be just almost disrespectful to it for me. Do it. Um, no. So I'm gonna say Chrono Trigger next. <laughs> oh, okay. Um, yeah, I. Fantastic. Chrono Trigger is one of my favorite games of all time. It's it, catch me on. Certain I will say it is my favorite game of all time. Um, and the soundtrack st- sticks out for me even more so because of it. Um, I, I think the soundtrack is what helps make it such a great game. Um, and I remember <laughs> reading interviews from the, uh, the composer, which I'll need to double check his name, unfortunately, because I'm bad about that. Um, 
but I just remember him stating like he wanted to make something kind of like Koji Kondo. Like he's just so good at creating hooks. Um, he wanted to be the same way, but how do you do that for an RPG? Um, so every, then that's why when you think about it, almost every single Chrono Trigger song had like had the hook is so powerful. You can whistle to almost any Chrono Trigger beat. So yeah, I just love that game, and I love its music. Mwah. Can't whistle. I got to get, you have to be able to whistle in order to whistle. That's the first step there. I just don't know if I want to whistle a uh, Shadow's theme. By the way, I forgot. I, I wrote these down like in as examples of like why I love or like actual track examples. Um, Shadow's theme is probably like one of my biggest up there for me. Um, you know, that stand out for Chrono Trigger. Cool. So, yeah. What you got there for yeah. five and four, Zach? Uh, I did not definitely hastily write down numbers next to uh, what is <laughs> some side of some amount of sticky note. <clears throat> Because my other sticky note's way over there, and I don't want to get up. <laughs> That's right. Uh, so, uh, so my five and four, kind of interchangeable. Um, and it's mostly like all of these. I feel I feel like the top five could all be a one, yeah, depending yeah. on what, what I'm looking for. Uh, so my fifth was Skyrim, because the soundtrack is not just the the opening, which will get you in the mood no matter what. I don't care who you are. When those guys start kicking in with that big, you know. Dovakin thing like that you're just you're ready to strap on a helmet and go fight some dead guys in a tomb or something um at least i am and the police have asked me to stop so that that counts as a fantastic soundtrack but also like the ambient noise everyone the town music in skyrim the first couple of notes of that little like flute thing if you hear it anywhere in the world you know you're in a town in skyrim and it, it does such a good job of solidifying that world um, and then my four was kind of a, not a wild card, but one that stuck with me forever since a kid. It was a Donkey Kong Country. Oh, wow. Yeah. Um, yeah. That, when every other soundtrack of that time was hyper octave, a hyper octane, like, you know, coming at your face full speed, just beeps and bloops. Donkey Kong had that, but it also had like the underwater stuff where you just kind of grooved and got a into it. A lot of ambience, man. Yeah. And for, for a game that was really kind of... Uh. For a game that was challenging, like honestly, they were hard when you're younger. Maybe not like Disney licensed tie-in. I was just gonna like... say that those were the hardest games ever. Those stupid Disney games. Yeah. Didn't Lion King. And Lion King, there was a, a Toy Story one. That yes. Was... Oh, that was so stinking hard. Why? Was... They didn't know what to do, so they skinned some sort of platformer and said, "Here you go, kids can't beat it anyway. Who cares?" <laughs> The Donkey Kong music, like, it just, it sticks with you, and it's chill. It's it it's like you can listen to it when you're going about your day doing stuff. I had some today while I was working on some photography. I had some of the soundtrack just playing. And it's like, you can't do that with a lot of other game soundtracks. Yeah. Just take it and have it as an album. So that that's in my five and four. All right, Javier, what'd you got? So, um, first of all, aquatic themes in, like, old 64 games, like, fantastic. No matter what game it was. Um, so number five is actually... So first of all, this top five, <laughs> it's my current favorite top five Yeah, soundtrack. before you go right into I, us or I, at I, us, <laughs> this is our opinion. We're not... I'm not even saying that these are the top five games. These are my top five because I enjoy them. I need to get around to playing more... Um, RPGs and specifically more JRPGs too. Um, however, I unfortunately just haven't at this current moment. So with that, with that being said, um, there's not going to be Chrono Trigger. There's not going to be like Persona. Um, however, um, Animal Crossing: New Horizons has a fantastic soundtrack. Like if you just want to like sit and listen to something chill. Animal Crossing New Horizons is can, the Can you do that in the background while Javier talks about this? No. Go ahead, go ahead, like, come on. I don't know if it's partly because of the I ability of Animal Crossing um, to just, like, put you in a specific calm setting and just kind of make that world envelop you. But, I don't know, it's just, it hits all the right notes. It has one new track an hour and that's not including the small other little themes like in the nook shop or whatever uh it's just fantastic and i don't see myself ever like growing old of that soundtrack 
Um, number four, which probably could be higher, um, A Hat in Time. Ooh. A Hat in Time, fantastic soundtrack. For those of you who don't know what A Hat in Time is, A Hat in Time is a spiritual successor to the Mario 64, um, uh, Super Mario Sunshine kind of platformer. Just very, uh, very heavily movement-based, very deep, um, like, movement style. Um, but it's all fantastically written. It all fits the world. He just beautiful. Beautiful. Alright, well, let's move to three and two. This is the reason I said my four was kind of... I struggled with it, because I put Kingdom Hearts at four, uh, but on three, and I almost wanted to flip these, but I just like three. Uh, maybe it's just because it's not Kingdom Hearts, and I've heard Kingdom Hearts so much, but um, Infinite Undiscovery was so good, and that was also... That's kind of a lost game by Square Enix. The old 360. Yeah, RPGs. that most people have no idea, but yeah. the music... I can faintly see the cover, I think. I definitely did not play that one. No, I, and it was that's one of the said... last two-disc RPGs. Yeah. Oh, nice. And it was so good. Uh, the music was amazing, and, and it is one of the few games that I will actually put it on on spotify you know and just listen to it while i'm driving around you know it's like one of those weird ones so that's that was my my three um oh i forgot to mention um this forza motorsports 2 i just have to say this because i'm such a forza motorsports head and i all the games love all of them forza motorsports 2 was the last game that i actually listened to the soundtrack after that Every time I got the game, I just mute the whole soundtrack and just play the game. Uh, but Forza Motorsports 2, I actually listened to the soundtrack while I was playing. So that, for whatever it's worth. Uh, number two on my list is, and it took me so long to play this. I should have played it ages ago. I had a student tell me to play it and finally talked me into it. Bastion. Bastion. Good game. So good. So good, and, and Play you know, the music is great, uh, and the stupid narrator is amazing. Uh, <laughs> so the, I don't know, the, the combination of the two was just was just perfect, you know. Uh, so I that that was just one of those games that was like, okay, I can listen to this, and then if I had to go do something, I could just leave it and just listen to the music, go do whatever I needed to do, and I was just enjoying the music at the same time. So that's that's my number two. It's kind of a random one, but uh, that's that's it. Javier, let's work backwards. Who? What'd you work got for backwards? three and two? Three and two. Okay, so three, um, I've already mentioned it in this, um, in this podcast. Uh, Super Mario Sunshine. Like, don't get me wrong, all of the 3D Mario games, I think, have fantastic soundtracks. However, I think Super Mario Sunshine did such a good job of setting up their world um, as just this very bright, very um, uh, very tropical setting. Just every song, it's just right. Um, I would have put Super Mario 64 probably in another lifetime, however... Super Mario 64 does reuse songs, so I can't really, like, give it everything, but, uh... That's your number. I I just don't get tired of running around Delfino Plaza and just listening to that theme over and over again. Uh, number two, actually, you mentioned it. Infinite Undiscovery. Yeah. I think that was one of the first games where... I was playing it, and while I was playing it, I was like, damn, this soundtrack's amazing. Like, every single area has a unique sound, and it, it's also partially because of the, the design of the game. The, the art in the game is amazing, and the music just, 
accentuates that. Um, you so, you want to know you want to know why the music is so good, by the way. Why is that? You know who composed it? I actually do not. Um, legendary composer for uh, games, uh, Matoi Sakuraba. He's the payroll Bandai Namco uh, composer. So mm. he's done Tales games, <clears throat> Dark Souls one, two, three. Oh wow! Okay, that that makes so much titles. sense. Like, I would he... I would highly recommend anyone who hasn't listened to Infinite Undiscoveries music <clears throat> to go like after this and just search it up. It's fantastic. Good stuff. He's a master of bombastic choirs. And crescendos. Wait, isn't that, isn't that Shaggy? Mr. Bombastic? Mr. Bombastic. <laughs> he wrote that? <laughs> yes, sir. Mr. Lova Lova? Oh, he's, the, he's the real Mr. Worldwide. And one last yeah. thing before I, I hand it over to Zach. As far as Sonic soundtracks go, 2006 Sonic the Hedgehog was so much better than the game. Oh my goodness, <laughs> that game was trash. It had a lot of potential, like, but they just didn't finish playtesting it, and they just released it. They didn't finish a lot of things. Really. Wait, you're telling me that a Sonic the Hedgehog game made after the Genesis era isn't good? Because I'm going to need some sources on this. <laughs> I think, okay, slight rant, uh, Sega would make millions of dollars if they made a mobile gacha game based around Chow's. Oh, bring, yeah. back bring back Child Garden. Bring no, back Child Garden. Bring back Child Garden for your phone. Bring back Child Garden for make it a Tamagotchi, yeah. damn it. And it, like yeah. millions of dollars. Charge kids at 99 cents for cosmetics. Like per it's free money. Come on, man. You can give Chow's little hats. Like I'll I'll buy it's them. Easy money. I miss my Chow from Sonic Adventure too, damn it. Yeah, why I feel like that had to have been an idea somewhere. I don't want to play the game to if it do was, the Chow they Garden. <laughs> Okay, so this is where uh, it's getting challenging here. Um, so three, speaking of bombastic choruses, we've mentioned the 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 group of games that this falls into, but Final Fantasy VII, because uh, One Winged Angel is oh, yeah. that's it, the song. Like I don't that's that is the duel of the fates to me of the Final Fantasy yes. universe. A reference that if you get it, you get it. Like yeah. it's just there's you never hear that song in any version where you don't immediately want to like square up and fight some sort of horrible monstrosity for 45 minutes until it drops a planet on you. Like you get so it's so powerful both in the original version and when you get any re-release where they do actual chorus and stuff like that. But I think as as a group of music for that game to have worked both in a 1995, well I don't remember when it came out, Seven. 90s. Yeah. But to have worked then, and to work with reinterpretations throughout the rest of the series, chorus arrangements, like that kind of stuff, to where you still know it, you still you can hear any version of it, and it's instantly recognizable, and it just takes you back to that game. Like, playing through the remake, I was so happy to hear all the remade versions of the songs, but they kept kind of a lot of the core stuff in there, and it was like, this is good. They, all the Final Fantasy music is great, but Seven is the one to me that just nailed an epic soundtrack. We we can't play that song when Stephen and I are in the same room because we start fighting. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's not gonna you hear just, it. I'm 14. I lord it immediately. It's, <laughs> it's just like if you ever went to see if you were in the theaters when Matrix came out and you hear "Name of the Game" by Crystal Method, you will start punching your friends. You can't help it. It's just you it's just to. built into us. Your body us. moves that way. Yep. Your body moves that way. <laughs> we were pro. Uh, so that that's your that three. was my three. Yeah. Uh, for two. I don't know that I, I, either you're going to agree with me or you're going to have quizzical explanations on, on your face. Uh, Katamari Damacy. Oh, no, yeah. No, not questionable yeah, okay. at all. No, 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 It's in love, your head. We, this is, we love Katamari music. Okay, good. Well, do you love We Love, We Love Katamari, which is the I, third game? I love Katamari. Uh, <laughs> oh, no, <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> Uh, Katamari Damacy, one of my favorite games of all time. My friend gave it to me in 2004, my first year of college, to date myself on this uh, podcast immediately. And I so had no idea what it was. You can't find a date, you date yourself. You know what? Hey, we're all gamers here, right, guys? <laughs> you hate me. Sorry. <laughs> uh, um, anyway, um, <laughs> my friend gave me this game, and I had no idea what it was. And I put it in, and I still didn't know what it was after playing it for like an hour or so. But then I got a copy of the soundtrack, and that thing lived in my car for like a year. It's just weird Japanese 
pop jazz experimental yeah, fusion core. Yeah, that's a good yeah, way to put it. Yeah, it's crazy. Uh, but it will, it will get in your head, and it will make you have a good day no matter what. Like, no you can't what. be mad while listening to the Katamari songs. That's awesome. You're mad, and there's something wrong with you. Yeah, something is, it's really weird. You're in a Tarantino movie yeah, yeah. if you're that Speaking mad while listening to that. Speaking of something wrong with you, what do you have, Steven? <laughs> Transitions. Well, <laughs> well and, and again... Again, this is no particular order. This is really hard. Um, I guess number three, Morrowind, to kind of, mm. you know, compared to your Skyrim right. um, selection. So uh, pretty much everything that you kind of said about Skyrim, but the opposite execution. So where Skyrim is the, you know, hard trumpet solos with the, you know, vocal choirs, um, you know, literally just a bunch of dudes <laughs> um yeah. so more when being more on the lighter side it's plucky like with the that's you know, like that literally they're plucking violin strings or the like english horns are doing melodies like it's a, it's more lighter and whimsical because more when to skyrim we all know what you know nordic lands look like ice tundra a lot of mountains there were some trees in there happy one happy little tree um but Morrowind was like an alien world and the music played with that familiar instruments but you know it, the whimsicality it just helped with the immersion especially me playing it in my youth yeah i love yeah. morrowind and again jeremy soul he he knows what to do he knows how to immerse you in any game that he's composing i love that yeah man. um sorry oh. i'm looking at the last two that i wrote and i'm yeah, like yeah, he's trying to figure it out yeah what do i flip it like yeah, this. Yeah. dang it uh, hold on i have a coin around here uh i don't i'm gonna flip this card pick, pick the one with the longer name is is the second one shadow of the colossus Ooh, okay yeah um fun fact uh koatani or i've seen two different spellings uh, k-o-h um and then k-o-w so i was kawatoni koatoni whatever but tony man um that was the first game he ever composed and he nailed it every single track on that song it makes you feel whatever you're looking at immediately. I don't know how to explain it further than the music itself can tell the entire story of that game. It's yeah. so freaking good. Um, every time, any track that I listen to, because it, it will throw up randomly on my car, on my playlist, and I'm immediately imagining the scene that plays Yeah, I was just going to say, you know, it's really cool when you're listening to a soundtrack and you know exactly what was going on in the game. Mm -hmm. Just, yeah. just from the soundtrack. Yeah, because uh, the way that they made the soundtrack integrate with that, you know, game too, is so expertly done. Like the it, the way it softly transitions depending on what is actively going on. So, like for those who don't know, Shadow Colossus, you're literally taking down Colossi, and it'll start off when you encounter them. Like, oh, hey, like the strings are kind of wallowing it's mysterious what's going on there's intrigue and as you get approached like oh this they start swelling they start crescendo oh you're climbing the monster holy crap now the quarter like the, the strings are going crazy like it's crescendoing i don't know how to express any further than I'm... anyway yeah i love that game it's holy beautiful. crap and speaking of games yeah. what a transition zach uh. you have not been here for this for those of you who don't know it is time for pain it's Lots time for hell 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 I'm here for whatever this is. So, let's go. Let's do so it. I, I do these games. I do these games to torture these these guys. Um, and what I do is I Google something, and then I scroll down to like page seven, ah. and and then pick a list from there. So today, I googled uh, best soundtracks in video games, and scroll down to like page nine i think it was and this is the top 10 according to Catherine milawiski i don't know uh according so, to some person somewhere yeah 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 so thank you Catherine. uh this is her top 10 so this is like kind of like family feud but backwards in other words if you get number one you get one point because technically that should be the easiest one if you get number 10 on the list you get 10 points because that's the hardest one to come up with uh, I mean, I don't want to give you 10 points for number one. That's the easiest question. So here are, according to Catherine, her top 10 soundtracks, uh, video game soundtracks. Uh, and Zach, since you're our guest, we're going to let you go first. If you, get the, if you get one right, you get to keep going. Let's okay. see. What are, what are Catherine's top 10 here? 
Who is, who, but who is Catherine? Is the question She's like on page asked. nine of Google. <laughs> Why is Catherine? She's about at, uh, my level of, of, of competency there. Right? Listen, last okay. week I did watch Mojo Top 10 on these guys. It was terrible. <laughs> I think um, Catherine has a better list than Watch Mojo did last time. Um, man, uh, this is gonna be. I'm gonna have to go with like classics to try to just get a point. So I'm gonna I'm gonna say Super Mario Odyssey because it was it was near my time. You know what? I'm gonna give you Super Mario. It's just Super Mario Bros. Because then we'll have to like three different games. She just says Super so. Mario Bros. Uh, but that's number one, so you only get one point. Ah, oh, dang it. Well, so, all right. All right. But, you get, but you're on the board. This is good. Number one? Number one, according to Catherine, is Super Mario Bros. Yeah. Is it at least Super Mario Bros. 3? No. It just says Super just Mario Bros. <laughs> Which I'm going to... Koji Kondo. The internet's going to come after your show. I'm sorry. Not even really that great of a soundtrack. <laughs> like, it's okay. It's good. Hey, don't but blame it me. It's, this it's is, good for This is time. Catherine's That's list, thing, okay? It's not well, my class. list. In, in before, um, five of these tracks or soundtracks, whatever, are Koji Kondo, by the way. Yeah. All right. So uh, what's your next guess there, Zach? All right. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to try to just throw it so someone else has to go. Let's go with uh, Need for Speed 3. No, sir. Not uh, on there. All right. The answer you're looking for is underground. <laughs> Let's go, uh, friendly Faraga. What you got? Oh, I'm next. Um, I, I think you um, know all of these games, by the way. All of you. Yeah, these are. So we're not gonna get hit by some like random. No. From like 1983. Catherine went pretty vanilla here. Mm. Uh, Odyssey is one, so I can see that. Yeah. I'm also gonna go for an easy one, Minecraft. Because like no, I, not I on everyone... Catherine's list. Oh. Holy shit! No, no Catherine. Uh, no Minecraft for Catherine. I'm actually the, the room. The room is spinning. That's such like a everyone's list. Javier, this is not, this is not a no joke. Sonic. I no Sonic. Sonic is not on Catherine's list. All right, Zach, Catherine, we're back to where, you. Where are you coming hey, now, from? Hey, Zach, you're understanding the game. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Well, all right. So we got a Nintendo fanboy here. Okay. What can I do with that? Um, <laughs> let's. Okay. You know what? We just. Because I felt like it was a very casual pick on mine. Final Fantasy VII. I felt like that was the most obvious one I picked. No. She's gonna have Final Fantasy three, but the American on here. one. Oh wait, wait! Final like, Fantasy VII, yeah. Final Fantasy VII is number six. So you got seven points. Look at you. Oh man. Uh, you guys. My pin name is Catherine. Is paying off finally. Let's go. Hell yeah. Hey. Oh man. Okay. Um, I don't want to give away my number one by guessing it, but I feel like it might actually be on there. Let's go. Uh, let's go. Oblivion. See if they put a middle Elder Scrolls on there. Uh, not Oblivion. Ah, that was a hint in that. All right, Stephen. What you got, Senor Friendly? Uh, Halo. Halo's number eight. Look at you. You're on the board. Let's go. Let's go. All right. So so far, Zach has seven. You got eight. Let's go. What you got next? Um, crap. So like now, I'm not sure if it's gonna be like Super Mario Bros. Answer again. No, no uh, Super Mario but... Bros. is taken. That that was number. No, one. no, 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 no. I'm saying is it gonna be another one of those nonsense where oh, like okay, it, okay. just the series as a whole. Uh, but Ocarina of Time. Uh, no. Really? Oh wait, wait. It is. It is number three. Number three, hey. so you got 11. 11 now. Oh. You wrote this list down. How are you confused about what's on this list? I can't read. It's not even like so, you okay. wrote it in your handwriting. It, it's so it's I, all I, text on your phone. Just enhance. Like, it converts it to handwriting, so it's harder to read. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It's not in Spanish. English is hard. Your brain has to translate forward more times <laughs> yeah, than yeah, it yeah. needs to. Yeah. I was like the Legend of Zelda, and then my brain was like the the Legend of Zelda, and I was like I didn't know which one was which. <laughs> the Legend of Zelda. <laughs> I love it. And they say oh, like authentic Spanish too, Oca like Ocarina, I, I... Ocarina of Time. I don't know. See, it was just. <laughs> You just add a little spice to it. Yeah, yeah. I think you're just saying things in a Spanish accent. <laughs> it's like a baseball game. And now to the bat. Oh, Karina! Front of the Republic. Oh, Karina! 
Sorry. Go ahead. All right, I'm gonna, I'm gonna say my next guess before I forget. Um, I'm gonna throw in the series as a whole because I don't know how to narrow down a game. Right. Uh, Pokemon. Wow. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. He's like, okay, I... so you understand that might be a little hard of an answer. Well, I thought that was on here, Which but it might title? have not been on this list. <laughs> no, it's not oh. on this list. Well, well, so you're still stuck on eleven. Javier, come on. Skyrim. Not eleven. Javier, what? What'd you say, Javier? Skyrim. You gotta come up here. Skyrim. Oh, Skyrim. Number four, Javier. Javier's on the board with Skyrim. Um. Yes, sir. So we got four. Eight, right? And eleven? Yeah. Yeah. Hmm. Or eight and eleven. You can still make a comeback, have you? When was this made? Twenty twenty-three. Twenty twenty-three. Um So Catherine's on top of things. This is new. Way to go, Catherine. You made it to page nine, Catherine. You got there. <laughs> and you said it's pretty vanilla. There's only one that's like oh not super vanilla, but you guys will know. Doom? Uh, Doom is not on here. Uno, he dos, tres, said he saw the cuatro, game. cinco, seis, siete, ocho, nueve, diez. No. Alright. We're back to you, Zach. He's still stuck on the uh, board. Okay, I'm I'm naming both series and game with this because this was my last one that didn't make the top five. Uh, Mass Effect. No. Yeah. All right, wow. go, Steven. You got this. Go. Hold, hold on. Mass Effect was my guess, too. <laughs> Give me one second. <laughs> um, oh, no. I mean, thank you, but oh, no. Um, Going to guess Mass Effect again. Mass Effect 3. <laughs> Mass Effect 2. Um, no, Metal Gear Solid? No Metal Gear. Man, this is this. All right, we got one more round through. Javier, what you got? Uh... Come on, you can, you can still get in this. Uh, I could. Um, do it. This is rough, man. Um, as far as so vanilla. I mean, just some of these we've said already. I think, yeah. Uh. Did somebody already say Halo? Mm-hmm. Uh, oh, man. It was uh, me, sorry. Earthbound. Here's my second guess. Earthbound is not. No. All right, last last time through. Go, Zach, what you got? Oh, God, Come I on. forgot what video you, games you exist. You still take the uh, lead here. <laughs> I'm trying to think of, like, what Nintendo games my mom would play and then tell her friend Catherine about for her web blog, <laughs> um, which seems to be where this is coming from. So we, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go with uh, Animal Crossing... I'll throw a new leaf to just randomly name one, but let's say Animal no Crossing. A little 3DS one. No ah, Animal Crossing. All right, you, you can lock it up here, friendly. Kingdom Hearts! No, no Kingdom Hearts. No, okay. Javier? Uh, Mega Man. Captain, Mega Man! Two with nine points. Javier takes the lead now with 13. Let's My boy. go. Wait, it had Mega Man on this list? It's number nine. <laughs> Mega Man 2. He even called it by number. Let's go. Yeah, that's even uh, more specific. She literally just like looked at her collections with yeah, those games. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> She's listening to us and updating it live right now. Wow. Yeah. Oh, man. yeah. That's what it is. Um, like sitting back there, like, oh, crap, they found so out. So, no Sonic. We already did Mario. Uh, you got 14. Since you took the lead, we're going to give these guys one more chance to, to. Man, this is. Go, go, go. One, two. Three. Look at another like, for inspiration. Read his phone There's if he just. Four names oh. left in here. Four games. Four games? Yeah, yeah. Um, man, uh, Persona 4, I don't know. Um, oh, it's 5, isn't it? You know what, I'm going to give it to you because I did give him Super Mario Bros. So it is 5. Yeah. So you got 19 points now. 
can they still steal it? Yeah, they can if they get number 10. What else you got? Uh, Dragon Quest. No. Hmm. All right, here we go, guys. Y'all need this. Zach, what you got? How about, uh, shoot, Mortal Kombat? No. And oh, the okay. last chance here. Let's go, friendly Faraga. I'm going to stab this woman. What it is, I, I'm just going to, I'm painting the picture a little bit. This woman is incredibly pretentious, very self-centered, arrogant, if anything, maybe. Oh, I know what it's um, Catherine. Uh, that's... <laughs> well, no, it is not Catherine on there. Damn it. <laughs> it was just for the meme. That was great. Uh, well, I mean, when locked it in, I thought about it like, nah. But then when you said Persona was on the list, I'm like, well, there's actually a chance. <laughs> the ones that you missed, you only missed number two, Undertale. That's what I'm Oh, gonna she's. Okay. Number it's one of these, seven, like, Donkey Kong. It's one of these gamers. Of... Okay, okay. Hold on. Okay. And number 10 was God of War. I, okay, God of War was actually in in my pool, or like in the Rolodex, rather. <laughs> it's that slow. But yeah. Oh, man. I actually almost... Dang it, why did I say God of War? <laughs> what is the meme? I thought God of War, but then I was like, I've never actually heard a God of War song. So I... No, they go yeah. hard. Again, bombastic choirs and everything. Well, I mean, not really choir. Well, I guess let's let's choirs. go to our number ones. What you got there, friendly? Oh, God. Uh... Sorry, I know the game. It's just I'm thinking of like a very specific track I want to like really highlight. Uh, but Bloodborne. Okay. Um, yeah. That game has like six composers. That's how like intricate they had to get with like the themings of the game. And, you know, plural for themings. Um, but like the one track there that like is. really like honestly it made me like drop my jaw. I didn't see it. It made me drop my jaw. Um, was Ludwig the Holy Blade? Uh, the first boss you run into for uh, the Old Hunters expansion that they had uh, after the game came a year after the game came out. Um, just look it up. Look up Lovely the Holy Blade OST or Bloodborne OST, whatever. Historian. I am. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, You're definitely our historian. <laughs> you you remember a lot more dates than I ever do. <laughs> true. True. Um, and shout out the composer, because again, there's six of them. Uh, so I don't want to just say, oh yeah, the Bloodborne composer. Uh, Nobuyoshi uh, Suzuki, he specifically worked on the, that Ludwig Holy Blade track. Um, the crescendo that happens, and again, uh, they, the way that they kind of time the music to work into the gameplay, um, the crescendo only happens when you get to the second phase of the boss fight. So like the the first half of the song beautifully loops, you know, where like you can't even notice it looping really. And then once you get the boss of the second phase, then it crescendos and it, it just oh my god! Oh, just listen to it, man. I'll send it to you on Discord. It's so good. What you so got good for your number one? So my number one was your number four, I think. Kingdom Hearts, mm -hmm. except specifically three. I can call out specifically three because three has um has good songs from the first game, it has good songs from the second game, and then it has tracks from the side games um, that weren't featured in one or two. Uh, one of the best side um, uh, side game songs is called um, Xion's Theme. Um, X-I-O-N. And it's a very... Um, they find a very weird middle ground of somber yet uh, melancholic almost so for those of you who don't know the game's been out forever now so i don't feel bad spoiling it but um sora at some point um he has two hearts in him he dies his two hearts split however sora's memories which get lost in one of the side games turns into um, a character that you see in another game, Gion. And um, in order for Sora to wake up after he's, like, in this state, after he's lost his memories, the character who has made out of uh, his memories has to sacrifice herself in order to, um, uh, like, actually wake him up. 
so it's a it's a very oddly emotional scene for what is normally a kind of goofy and um light-hearted uh series and the the song for theme kind of like highlights that it's really good also the traverse town theme no uh the twilight town theme is fantastic it's called lazy afternoons both of them are honestly great but yes lazy afternoon is really good fantastic all right what'd you got they live in free my head too what's your number one Anybody describing it. Kingdom's Hearts sounds like a child describing their dream to an insane person, and I love it. It's fantastic. Like, <laughs> no, context, no idea what's going on. It's just yeah, same thing with Tetsuya Nomura's designs. Yeah. Yeah, he's got two hearts, and then he dies, and a heartless comes out, but he's a faceless, and then they have to get the soul back from the soul diamonds, and Mickey Mouse is there, and also there's Sephiroth, and you're like, what? Keep in mind, by the way, the official description, like they actually pulled a. Uh, uh, Palpatine before Palpatine with uh, episode 9. Somehow Kyrie <laughs> brings him back from being a heartless. A they didn't actually give an explanation. Somehow she brings him back. Alright, Zach, what you got for your number one? Give it to me. Oh, is it me? Okay. Yeah. Um, well, I think we kind of spoiled it a little bit earlier, but I'm gonna... I'm gonna. His horn fell off. I'm very sorry. Well, which there one? There he is. I need That's to know. the guy. I'm gonna, say, I'm gonna go with it. Uh, 2016 is it Doom 2? Okay, 2016. What? So OG Mick yeah. got it. Yes, that. So I'm a Doom. Also, was in my. I don't know how to throw this in the list. It's so I, good, but I, I don't know how. I didn't know if I wanted to put the original or 2016 because both of them to me are so good. But I think the original it doesn't hold up as well if you didn't grow up with it like I did. If you're not uh, like me and you didn't put Doom on your parents' refrigerator because you figured out like the little LED screen to <laughs> do that. I'm one of those guys. I love that subreddit. I put Doom on everything. Um, but the 2016, there it is. Yes, I will. So I will put a picture up in here of my uh, original poster signed by the development team because that's how much of a Doom head I am. No, I, I'm a boomer shooter. No, but we'll be, we'll get along just fine. Don't Heck worry. Yeah. I, Doom Heck was the yeah. first game I ever beat as a, a toddler. <laughs> and I don't think you can't, you, you can't, you can't. Doom one and two shouldn't count either because it goes back to our licensed music problem. Yeah, yeah. Let's be honest. It's just old, it, Doom one and two is just. A bunch of Sabbath and Slayer songs just kind of Basically. remixed. Yeah, so, remixed yeah. and sort of pared down to an 8-bit level. Exactly. But the, the 2016, is... when, when you start playing Doom 2016, because, you know, they got to give you the little intro, how to use your gun, all that kind of stuff, because it's a shooter. But it, go, it goes so far out of that so fast because you're the Doom guy. You're not going to have a problem with any of this. But the combination of that intro sort of theme of, oh, we're doing this to help humanity. It's good. Him punching the monitor, the elevator doors opening, this the the hit to black and the doom logo coming in as soon as it just cranks up to 11 and then yeah you're just like you just amped up i'm getting goosebumps right now i want to go like fight demons and then complete silence doors open cock the, the shotgun cocks and then the game starts and it's like the the sound design for that whole intro including the music is perfect it's my favorite intro to any game hands down because you know immediately what you're going to do and you're amped up and ready to do it and it is no no explanation, no lengthy tutorials, no cutscenes, no nothing. And it just hits you with that music. And then the rest of the game, the music is creepy, and it just kind of hangs out behind you, and you hear this the wind sounds and low synths and low beats and stuff until it starts amping up, and a guy comes through a portal, and the imps coming out of everywhere, and then it just kicks into high gear. And it's like, it, to me, it was the perfect meld of making the action scenes feel like action scenes yeah. and then giving you the kind of the breather when you're exploring and then back into them again. And the sequel did a really good job as well, but I think the, the initial impact of that first level can't be beat. Like that was it for me. But sequels it's are a soundtrack about, that I still, I, I just play that soundtrack just to listen to it as music all the time. No, BFG Division 9000. It, it's Fantastic. it's too yeah. good not to it's too good not to listen to. Uh it's Sometimes like you gotta rip and tear in the morning. Speaking of ripping, or an old ripping too, uh, BFG Division. Have you heard the Alex Terrible cover, by the way? I don't know. Maybe not. I'll send it to you. But yeah. yeah anyway, yeah, yeah. No, I love Doom. All right, my number was... one. Again, this is my my number one. I do not claim that this is number one on anybody's list, nor should it be. But it just holds a special part in my heart. A little piece right there. Um. Just because I spent so much time playing this game till dark 30 in the morning because it was on the Sega Genesis. So therefore, there was no way to save. So if you didn't finish it, you didn't finish it. It was... 
It was so good. And I got to tell you, as a drummer, I just I could just sit there and just listen to that bass groove the entire time. You're just is the dumb one of the dumbest games. Aliens crash on Earth and they're just looking for the pieces of their spaceship that are scattered all over the Earth and is campy, is dorky, it's funny. It is 100% two players. It, don't bother trying to play it one player. It's just a waste of time. Uh, it's funny. It's a two-player game. But that bass line, I just, like I said, too I funky. just. Oh, it was so too, good. Too funky. Now, mind you, they, they came from planet Funkatron, okay? So it makes sense. Uh, Canonically, it lines up with uh, the lore of established Funkatron, which is 100%. important. They would be publicly executed in the Funktronian public. It was it's Sorry. just straight up funk. <laughs> bass lines, little drums in there, uh, no vocals. It was just, you're just chilling. You're just walking around the earth looking for your spaceship parts and just like, it was just, uh, it was that groove was like, I still to this day, it's like, yeah, let's go. Um, yeah. So that was, that was my number one, man. Again, stay till like way too late. Cause if you didn't find all the pieces, you couldn't save it and come back later. You were either going to find all the pieces or you were a loser. Uh, or you had to take that back loser. to Hollywood video the next day sad. Yeah. Loser. <laughs> that was it. And with that, uh, we thank you so much once again for joining us here at the new named and awfully named Out of, out options. of options. That's us. Out of Options. Because uh, mm -hmm. we're out of options for our name, and obviously you're listening to us, so you're out of options as well. Uh, we thank you for being out of options and listening to us. <laughs> Tell your other friends who are also out of options, you know? Uh, they're looking for another Poor podcast. Favorite. This is it. We're right here. We will argue over stupid things. Uh, uh, most of the time, we never agree okay. on a top five, but it's it's always fun to, to get in here and uh, throw things around. But once again, thank you so much for listening. We will do this again the next time that we do it, but not before the next time that we do it. Uh, but the next time that we do it, we will definitely do it again. All right? Thank you so much. See you. Follow that logic, and we're out of here. See ya. Bye, everybody. Bye-bye. Here's what you do. Top five overrated comic book heroes, and in parentheses, and why they're all DC characters, and just watch the DMs. Yeah. People, yes. people will be on fire. Yeah. <laughs>